Uppercut Podcast. We are back after a very, very eventful. Did, before we talk about UFC 296, did any either of you guys watch uh, Jake Paul's shit? I didn't watch it. Fuck no. Fuck I didn't no. even know he was fighting. Yeah, I heard he actually got an uppercut knockout, but didn't didn't watch any of it. Have to go back and watch. But very eventful weekend for the mixed martial arts community and combat sports community in general. We had Colby Covington probably delivering. Do you guys think that was a better press conference than McGregor Habib? No, nah, dude, I was I did not. This has gotten out of fucking hand. I I kind of hate this shit. The guys Jeff? that are they're trying to well real quick they're trying to become yeah, good. they're trying to become Colby or Connor right, but they're not as likable as Connor. So it's just annoying, and they're not as smart, and they don't have. Not nearly as witty as Connor is. It's there's one Connor McGregor and Colby is trying to become that. And uh, oh no, really Colby's sh- definitely his own man. He's this definitely was, not trying worst. to become your Connor. Yeah, You're I don't. I, don't I, I disagree. Either. I think I think it's totally all a character. He's been called out a bunch for this being all a character, and I think he's trying to become Connor and be bigger, larger than life. And he just shit the bed with that performance and lost a ton of fans and good because fuck him. I fucking despise Colby Covington. Uh, I, I can see the path you're trying to connect it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really seeing the Connor thing. I don't think he's trying to be Connor, but I do obviously is trying to become larger in life. But Jeff, what do you think about that press conference, dude? I have dude, it right up there. Fucking hilarious. I mean, I have uh, <laughs> McGregor, Habib, Strickland, Adesanya, and this is trailing real close behind. I know Max didn't like it at all, dude, but him calling him a complete dipshit, him calling Leon a dipshit for 20 minutes, and then fucking calling Wonder Boy a pedo, and then then he said, I don't care if we're both American to Tony Ferguson, even though you're an American fucking douchebag. (laughs) Dude, it was amazing. Yeah, and then they started, and then that did a full 180, and they started cheering together, and fucking USA, USA. Yes, I I do. That was phenomenal. Yes, I do I, agree. I mean, what? Sorry, sorry to keep cutting you off, Mike, but I mean, Jim Valvano says there's three things you need in a good life and a good story: is a cry a little, fucking laugh a little, and think a little. And that fucking press conference did all three for me, brother. <laughs> yeah, I did. Phenomenal. I do agree with Max. So it was slightly, it is slightly cringe the way Colby talks, but that guy delivers straight entertainment. I do think he's honestly great for the fight world. I, the performance he put on that we'll get into was fucking dog shit, but <laughs> him him just as a straight entertainer, dude, straight up call Wonder Boy a pedo. No one ever calls Wonder Boy anything. That was fucking hysterical. Straight up called out Ferguson, called out Usman, called Leon a dipshit, said he had a meteor on his head. I mean, I don't know how much more you can do in 20 minutes to promote yourself. And how about boys... The fucking redneck, hick, hillbilly motherfuckers in the crowd who are like, yeah, fuck you, Leon. Don't even know the guy. They're just supporting Colby, basically telling Leon to fuck himself. What a piss poor representation of us as white Americans. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Colby, I'm so happy he fucking I love had. I, I'm so happy he fucking fumbled so hard in the main event and gave such an embarrassing performance, especially in front of Trump. And I thought he fucked up. Maybe the rest of his career with how horrific that fu- fucking inter- uh, octagon interview was afterwards. I don't know if you heard the entire crowd started booing him. That was, yeah, pathetic, it was horrendous dude. to lose like that and then just pretend like he won. Still pretending he still thinks he said he won three, four and five. He didn't win any rounds. Maybe you could give him five. And I think it was it's 
it's awesome because I know deep down inside when he goes home and lays down at night, he fucking hates himself for how poor he did. Um, and that's just the kind of inner turmoil that I love to watch because I think he's a piece of shit. Fuck Colby. Uh, okay, let's dive into the fight a little bit now that Max got wait, that wait, off wait, his wait. chest. Wait, wait, I, I want to touch. Mike, you also missed two things. First off, dude, he even caught out fucking Bron. That was phenomenal. I mean, as a Lakers fan, that was even great. Yeah, but that's, that's not new, though. He's done that a couple dude, times. I mean, just saying, his fucking his presser was so great that I got Rashad Mendenhall fucking fired up. <laughs> I have a signed Rashad Mendenhall football, man. I was... I was... <laughs> Got him all fired up as well. I mean, how can you not be fired up? (laughs) He also just randomly threw in, I think because he's old. He was like, who the hell was the last person Leon beat? Ricky Waters? I was like, what (laughs) the fuck? Yeah, he is a straight goofball. But let's talk about the performance itself. Um, I'd be honest with you, boys. I was not too shocked. I think a lot of people were shocked, but... uh, after, you know, a lot of people were saying it was a dominant performance you put on against Jorge last year, whenever it was, beginning of 2022. I don't think dominating Jorge in the last, like, two, three years is really an impressive feat. So for him to come out and lay that egg he did against Leon, Leon is an he elite. He cooked. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought he was cooked coming in, so I didn't think it was a huge shock. And I think people are just, like, equating Leon to this one head kick and not the fact that he's an elite level pound for pound fighter. Like he, he's a huge bodied welterweight. Who's really, he's really came a long way with his takedown defense. I mean, he took down Kobe yourself, Kobe yourself offensively, and he is a world-class striker. He is one of, if not the best striker in the UFC. So this, this 49, 46 cross the board, straight up fucking just dominant performance he put on. Wasn't all that surprising to me i don't know if it was to you guys i'd like to hear what you guys have to say about it whatever you think kobe's career is headed next and who you think leon should fight next well this is a new this is a new leon right like that head head kick aside we saw in the way he performed against usman in the second fight and then the way that he performed against colby now he is an absolute killer right now and he is the best he's ever looked uh cerebrally and just the way he strikes and takedown defense and like you mentioned, the takedowns. Um, this was, I think, a coming out party for him. I think he gained a lot of fans. He, I love Leon. He's one of my favorite fighters right now, especially just I like the way that he's soft-spoken and he was classy in, in his win. He could have, you know, said a bunch of bullshit about Colby. He could have, you know, done something crazy, which I would not have blamed him for. And I actually, a part of me wishes he did. But I think the way that he handled it was very, very classy. And I was really, really impressed with him. Um, if I'm, you know, a contender, someone trying to get up there, I, I, Leon, I don't know who dethrones him. He does have a bunch of killers behind him. I'm thinking Shavkat has the capability to, but Leon is going to win. I think his next fight against Bilal, I think he can get that done. And, um, I'm very impressed with him right now. I think he's one of the better champions in the UFC, if not the best. I like how you answered the question too. So you think Bilal is going to be his next matchup? Oh yeah, I think so. You have to, you can kind of fix you can write the wrongs here. You can kind of get everything back in order if you get Bilal in there. Um, it's not going to sell a ton of, of pay-per-views at all, but just get him in there so you can have, get him sh- shut the fuck up. And guess what? If he wins, give him to Shavkat. If Shavkat wins his next fight and you have Shavkat as champion, which is someone that you know could really make a long run and become very popular like, like Habib. So, um, And then if Leon wins, you get an even better matchup with Shavkat and Leon. Uh, you know, all this barring Shavkat winning his next fight against a to-be-determined opponent because I think he needs 
uh, one more win before he gets a title shot. So um, I think this kind of corrects itself by giving Bilal to Leon. Yeah, Jeff, uh, what do you think about um, Rocky's performance and who he's going to fight next, and where do you think Colby's headed? I'm more interested to hear what you have to say about where Colby's headed because I know you're going to feel strongly one way or the other. I think he's headed, like, right to hell, dude. He's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude, I, I don't know where the fuck you go after this. I mean, he already fights, like, what, once a year, tops? Yeah, yeah, that's... Once a year and a half, maybe. And, right. I mean, his last, what, three or fucking damn near, feels like three out of his last four have been championship fights, and he hasn't won one of them. Like, where the fuck do you go from here? It is, uh, I don't know. He's really in the shit, like the worst spot. I feel like I was like any fighter. Yeah, and then I I heard a media member after the fight too asked him about fighting Shavkat, and he, he kind of completely him. bitched out. Kind of made it clear, yeah, he didn't want to fight him. Said he wanted to fight Wonder Boy, which I would watch. I would watch just because Wonder they're like completely like clashing personalities and clashing fight styles, but. Yeah, like you were saying, Jeff, to have these to drop these kind of eggs and then go two for ten on takedowns in this fight really showed no resilience in the end. And then, like Max said, to come out of the fight with this delusion that somehow you would even get one judge on the scorecard, just yeah. I, I, if he was anyone else, he'd be cut. Also, the praising he's praising Trump, but Trump is walking out of the building and leaving. Um, yeah, I saw that. As he's doing that. Wait, also that weird weird. weird side note. Trump was at UNH uh, at 3 p.m. that day. So I was driving through campus and Trump was on campus at 3 p.m. And then at eight hours later at 11 p.m., he's in Vegas. That was crazy. I, when he popped up on the screen, I was like, you went to no a Trump fucking... rally and you and no, I didn't go. To, I didn't go to Trump rally. He was there. <laughs> yeah, OK, <laughs> I didn't. Fuck, we no. know you went, Max. Just tell us. Fuck, dude, you're, fuck, you're no. I went to Marlboro. No, I went to Marlboro, Massachusetts. I left. I left campus. Yeah, the fucking Trump rally in Marble, no. Massachusetts. No, it was in fucking. It was at the the Wit Arena in uh, Durham, New Hampshire. And I left. I drove an hour away, not because of that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Dude, you and dude, Colby have nuts. more in common than I thought. You were wearing your yeah. fucking maga hat. I wonder why you hate Colby. You see yourself in him. You can't look in the mirror, pal. You're like this loud mouth is blowing it for all of us. Uh, I'm I'm an anarchist, actually. No, I'm not. I don't have any political. I haven't thought about politics ever. But um, I don't give a fuck about either one. But uh, I just wanted side note. He was there on campus, and it was a shock. And to you see were him. there January sixth. Right? And he was. It was a, no, oh, <laughs> it was a shock to see him pull up into Vegas. I, I did not think he was going to make it because I mean, Vegas from New Hampshire to Vegas is like no matter how fast you're going, that's still like at least a six hour flight, which means he probably got right there and drove right to the main event. So funny stuff yeah. to see him. New that York is pretty neat with Colby's. Uh, Colby's boring snooze fest. I'm glad Colby had to do that to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that Trump rally was more exciting than a snooze fest, though. Right, Max? Could tell you it wasn't there. Could yeah, one, one, yeah. Thing I, one more thing I want to talk about, boys, before we hop into the co-main is uh, there's been these circulations around the MMA community. This is not the first fight this has happened, and it pisses me off so fucking bad. I know Max talked about this one time. I can't remember. Who, who got their legs shot out early with the bum leg, and you were like, he should have finished him. Oh, oh, Manel Cop. Wait, are you talking about when? Manel yes, Kopp, yes, uh, yes. It was no, it was David Dvorak, and he dislocated his shoulder, and Manel Cop couldn't finish him. And yes. Well, like I've seen rumblings of almost like a similar kind of mindset talking about this fight. How Leon didn't finish Colby because he blew his. No. What the flying fuck are people talking about, and what are they watching? 
That's what do you like? If you said to that, take, you're fucking to take stupid. anything from Leon from that performance, and honestly, it almost I think it gave the perception that it was a slow, boring fight. I think Leon was so overwhelming to Colby that it just gave this false perception that Leon wasn't being aggressive. I think Colby couldn't figure Leon the fuck out. I think Leon yeah. was way too fast. His length was way too much for Colby. Like I just think over overwhelmingly he just was way too much for Colby to even figure out. Colby looked like fucking he was 45 in there against Leon. And anyone who says otherwise and takes anything from Leon's performance is a fucking dope. Yeah. I just also, wanted to put that in the air. I don't yeah. like when people say that shit. I don't like when people say he should have finished X, Y, and Z because of this. What the flying what? fuck are you talking about? He's the champ. He's there to defend. He's yeah, not there and- to fucking he doesn't have to get a finish. Well, also the whole the whole uh, game plan for Colby was to get Leon so pissed off he'd become aggressive. So clearly, if Leon well, was what? aggressive, he would have he would have put himself in an area to lose. So why would Leon go and become aggressive when he has a round when he has four rounds in the bag? Knows he's gonna fucking beat this guy who's talked all this shit. Why would he go and be aggressive and put himself in a bad position like that? Um, yeah, dude, let's not even say that. stupid. Let's not even say the fifth round. Let's even say after the second round. Yeah, let's exactly. just use that as a marker. Like, if, as far as if I'm Leon, I'm like, yeah, I dominated the first two rounds. What the flying fuck would you change, and why would you change it? No, yeah, th- those people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, wait, can we go to the main co-main real quick? Because I'm excited. To talk about yeah, so we're gonna touch on the full main card, Max. Don't relax. All right, we're gonna touch <laughs> on the full main. Let's get this Pantoja Roy Val fight because it wasn't that interesting, but I do want to talk about. It. I'm a little interested. I was about to say, why are you hyped up for this fucking snoozer? It wasn't that interesting, but I like. I, I I'm interested in seeing what happens with Pantoja after this one. I love Pantoja, dude. I do too. I, a, I fucking love fan. Pantoja. I agree this fight wasn't the best, but I love Pantoja. He he that's a guy who fucking brings it. We were yes. all so fucking wrapped up with Colby thinking he was gonna bring it for the belt. Pantoja fucking brings it, dude. So does he Leon. keeps his hand down. He just throw eh. Leon brings it. Leon in a different way though. It's been amazing. Yeah, but Leon's way more calculated. Pantoja is hands down in your face swinging. Dude. When you saw the size difference between these two guys in the beginning of the match and then the amount of times Pantoja took him down, I mean, it didn't even make sense to the eye at all. Pantoja's a fucking amazing champ. I love that he's a champ. I'd love to see him and Moreno probably get the rematch next. I think he's a good champ for the flyweight that the flyweight really needed. Uh, great performance. Roy Vall kind of showed me, I don't know if you guys will agree or disagree, why he's not a champion. I mean, his takedown defense was fucking piss poor. Like it wasn't yeah. just it wasn't just like Pantoja was an overwhelmingly better wrestler, almost like how Marab is. Like he's he's a, he's a decent wrestler, but I think Roy Vall's fucking takedown defense was so piss poor. That all that's all I could think the whole fight. I'm like, this is exactly why he's not the champ. Like 100%. in my head, at least. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the UFC needs to figure out a way to market Pantoja better. Um, maybe get him on a card in Brazil or something because this guy could be champion for a little bit of time for sure like a little bit in terms of like he could win a couple he could definitely defend a couple of uh fights i think he's really really good i think he's only gonna get better he's pretty young still um and yeah i agree roy Val just his takedown defense was the ultimate weakness in this one jeff what do you think about pantoja yeah that motherfucker's a straight dog i mean it was this is the definition of motherfucker brought it so much and was so overwhelming that it made the fight an absolute fucking snoozer. It was so one-sided. I mean, Pantoja just brought it the whole way. 
he mixed it up so damn fucking well. Uh, he, I think he's, like you said, a perfect fucking... Him, him and Moreno are, like, the best, what you call it, best possible champs for this division, definitely. I mean, they just mix it, mix it so well. Yeah, I agree. and with Figgy out now, too, I couldn't agree more. He couldn't have had a better guy step in his place. Um, let's talk about this next fight. I think Max is pissing, so me and you can talk about it. We'll wait for Max, because I know he's going to want to talk about this one. Shavkat Rachmanov finishes Wonder Boy. Four minutes, 56 seconds in the round two. Pretty fucking slow one, huh, Jeff? I mean, leading up to the rear naked choke, it, w- it wasn't really all that exciting. Yeah, no fucking doubt. I mean, it, it, got, it got a little, little snoozer-worthy fucking in a, a little bit there, but... I think I think we all were just waiting on the fucking inevitable. Yeah, one thing I do have to say though is that I do think Wonder Boy's ability, like his striking ability and his reach, even though I'm almost a million percent positive it's shorter than Shavkat's, was giving Shavkat a little worry in the beginning. Like Shavkat looked very eager to start wrestling, which I understand is a strong suit, but I I think Wonder Boy's striking had Shavkat thinking a little, you know, maybe his brain was a little scrambled. But he came out with a good game plan, got him to the ground round two. He is such an elite grappler, though. He moves like butter for his for his for this weight class. I mean, he just transitions like butter. Found his yeah. way to a rear naked choke, choked out Wonder Boy. I don't think we were all that shocked. Um, Max, now that you're back, tell us what you think about Mr. Rachmanov. Well, he's my favorite fighter in the UFC right now. Um, and... I know you guys said while I was gone that that performance was a little slow. Uh, I agree, but I think that it was a necessary evil because of the striking of Wonderboy, like we mentioned. He is a threat with, I mean, not to mention the kicks, but he's also a very good striker with his hands. Um, he has very, very good hands. So Rachmanov needed to make sure that he needed to keep Thompson guessing um, in order to take that takedown because I'm sure Stefan Wonderboy Thompson knew that Shavkat was trying to take him down um, and he was going to do his best to avoid getting, ha- having that happen to him. Um, I thought that Shavkat was a little bit slow just because he didn't want to make a mistake and get you know nuked in the head and get knocked out uh, Usman style. This was a really good fight for him. I'm so impressed with him still. Uh, I-, I want to see him take on Colby Covington next, but I, but, um, I just want to see that because of like my personal greed. What I really want to see him is get a really pro- a good proper test um, before going and getting a title fight next because I just want to make sure he's well-tested before he goes and gets that title fight. I do think he is going to be the future champion, though, not to spoil our next segment. And, um, yeah, I, I, I love everything about him. Um, his his grappling is amazing. And this fight ended exactly the way I wanted it to end because I love Wonder Boy and I didn't want to see him get hurt, so I was really happy to see him just get submitted fairly quickly and not get too beat up. Yeah, and I wouldn't have expected anything less from this matchup. Anyways, it wasn't. I wasn't saying slow to like negate anything he did. Yeah, it yeah. was just not an ex- not the most exciting fight. But I, that's how dominant champs also win and have dominant reigns too. And so I, that's kind of yeah. And I've noticed that these title fight like these these high high um you know ranked contenders and title fight guys, their fights are always start. They always start a little bit slow just because it's such a high level. It's such an important chess game where one wrong mistake can end your all your work. So I've noticed that they really like the the main events and co-main events of really high-end elite guys are always a little bit slower. 
Yeah, I'm glad you uh, you had already mentioned, too, what you think about Shavkat's future and that he needs to have another fight because I was going to ask both of you guys what you thought about that, but it's obvious, Max, you think he should have another one. I also agree. I mean, a win over Wonderboy is a great win for anybody, but I don't think this was a title-earning performance by any means, and that's not to negate anything that Shavkat did, but I think he still needs one more. Uh, Jeff, is there anyone besides Kobe you'd like to see Shavkat fight next? I have two people in mind. I really is it, don't is, fucking know. Is one of them Bilal? Nah, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Sean Brady if he has to fight another guy. Okay. Because being Sean Brady is going to need another opponent. And then if Ian Gary beats Vicente Luque, I wouldn't mind seeing that clash before oh, fucking one of them becomes champ either. That. I would love that. I really wouldn't mind that at all. Like, I, I think they're not trying to like have a collision course before one of them hoist the belt because it seems inevitable for one of the two. But I wouldn't mind seeing them fight, and then they could have a rematch for the belt, whoever's yeah. champ. I hope it's not Usman. I like Usman, and I don't want to see him have to go fight Shavkat at this time, at this point in his career. He could give him trouble, but I just feel like if they fought, it'd be one of those wars where uh, that you know Kamara's probably been in too many wars now. I just I just don't want to see him have to go through another fucking war like that. I don't yeah, and like you be, said, yeah. I I want to see Shavkat beat a formidable young opponent in their prime. I don't That's... want no no asterisks. I don't want him to fight Kobe. I don't want him to fight Kamara with the bum knees. I don't want another Wonder Boy like matchup. I want a legitimate young stud who's in like the top ten. So yeah, we'll see what happens with Shavkat coming up next. I'm really Wait. excited to talk about this next one. Yeah, before you go, real quick, that Sean Brady fight could give Shavkat some trouble too, especially because Sean Brady's a great striker, but his wrestling is elite. Uh, if he is somehow no, this is a tall task, but if he's able to give Shavkat, you know, like cancel out. Uh, the ground game of Shavkat. There is potential where Sean Brady is the better, one of the better strikers in this matchup. I, I feel like that would be a really fun matchup to make. I'm picking Sean Brady. Ten times out of ten, I'm picking Sean Brady. I, I understand. I know. I know. I figured you guys would. I will not oh, pick no, against I like him. That. <laughs> I refuse. If anyone, I'd rather get fed to fucking Shavkat. It's Bilal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Bilal to fight again. As much as as much flack as he's caught from Jeff, I I don't think he he should be put in that scenario to have to fight again before the title. No, yeah. I don't think he should fight have to fight like forever before he gets the title. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get a finish on like fucking Francis and Ganu before you should get a title fight for real. All right, Jeff. So now that you're a little getting a little fired up about Bilal, I was going to ask you directly about this next matchup. Just tell me what you think about Patty Pimlet, 30-27, and Tony Ferguson. And I wouldn't say complete stinker, but uh, it seemed like a a fight, and I mean this in the most least offensive way possible, that showed little to zero skill from either fighter. What do you think about the matchup? What do you think about Fergie? And what do you think about Patty? (laughs) Just let it all out, dude. All right. I I, I want to like Patty. I'm actually a pretty big fan, of Patty. I I still still give him the benefit of doubt, but holy fuck, what are you like? Like you were saying earlier, Mike, it's not a big deal if they don't finish a fighter and still get the win, but it is a big deal if you don't finish fucking Tony Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can agree with that, <laughs> dude. This motherfucker has lost what twelve straight? Seven. It's it's right dude, now it's tied so for a record. If he loses it feels one like more, fucking twenty four. <laughs> I mean, his motherfucker is dead and gone. 
I mean, I, I don't understand how Patty didn't get the finish here. It, it really just leaves a bad taste in my mouth all around. David Goggins is fucking big fat stooge. <laughs> I, I, everything about it is just fucking wrong. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I, do you guys, would you guys at least agree? I, I want to say this too. I want to preface this by saying I'm actually starting to come a little bit back more around on Patty. I'm not on the train, but I'm not as far opposite as I was before. He he seems to have turned it down a little bit. I think he really got humbled in a few of his fights, so he's turned it down a little bit. But would you guys agree at this point? I'm pretty positive Patty Pimblett is now, he's 28. He's about to be 29 in a few weeks. He is not a great fighter. <laughs> like, am I wrong in saying that? Or, like, it's just, like, in all of his fights, it seems to me he shows no improvement. I mean, he showed slight improvement as a striker in this fight. But like Jeff said, you didn't get a finish. I know it sounds, like, redundant to what I just said before this. But you didn't really look elite striking either. Your wrestling still, eh, you're just kind of a decent grappler who can shit talk. But his striking and his striking defense is pretty fucking pitiful. And he's not a spring chicken, dude. He's not. We're not talking about like Tatsuro Tyra or someone who's 25 years old. We're talking about someone who's about to be on the brink of 30. So I, I just don't. I don't even know what to think of Patty anymore at this point in his career. Max, um, any I, comments you have on Mr. Pimblet? Yeah, I, I kind of disagree with both of you. I th- I like this Patty performance. Um, I thought he missed the mark a little bit. He should have. He really needed a finish over Tony, but. Tony's really dangerous, and I think he, he was afraid of losing to Tony because that would have really been bad for Patty. Um, I like how humble he was in victory and giving props to Tony and everything. Um, I think he looked better physique-wise. I thought his physique was probably two times better than what it was before. Um, maybe that means he didn't get as fat in the offseason, which I think is a big thing. Uh, he tried to strike with Tony for a little bit. Clearly, that didn't work for him. His his grappling is really, really good. Um I just, he's not an elite fighter and he might have an elite uh, marketability about him, but he's just not an elite fighter Um, and he'll level out. He'll probably always be like a fan favorite and a character, but I don't think he'll ever be a champion. Um, With that being said, I was all right with this performance. I liked the new Patty a lot and I was impressed with him. Tony Ferguson needs to retire is the other thing. Um, I just, I feel so bad. I, I had... I I made a really long parlay. Everything hit except for Tony Ferguson winning one singular round, um, and he didn't even come close to it. So there was that. Uh, so what did you guys think about Patty's cornrows? Yeah, you're nay. Fucking all. I actually <laughs> like the cornrows, to be honest. Way better than his terrible ass fucking weird ass hairline before. I like the cornrows <laughs> too because they were a surprise. I'm like, yeah, who yeah. the fuck is? I didn't. I couldn't even tell it was fighting when I was watching it from did like get- in the kitchen. Well, yeah. Did you guys notice the physique though? He looked much more like toned and muscular. Yeah, yeah. He definitely did. Well, he had a longer break this time oh. too. I, it seems to me like he's starting to actually kind of take his career somewhat seriously. But I, I just think it's too late to salvage up like a championship, especially in this division. Like he would have to go on to beat the likes of like Gaethje or Islam or Armin. Like I, I just I don't oh. see that in his future right now. At least Gage Gage will probably if Gage gets a title fight and loses or gets a title fight and wins, I think he's retired either way because he's kind of mentioned that this title reign or his run at the title is his last one. Um, and it would be a long while before it would be years before Patty ever gets a title shot. So maybe by then, uh, you know, it's like a whole new climate up there, and maybe he can sneak one in. But yeah, I agree. I don't see him getting one. 
No, nah, I, I kind of think, like you said, he's, his train's plateaued. I, I do believe that very firmly. I think you'll just, like you said, he'll be a draw at the England card every year, be a fan favorite, and that's about where the cap of his career will be. Let's talk about the last fight on the he's main card. He's just another scouse. You know how fucking, what you call it, <laughs> Steve Smith calls motherfuckers just another guy. Patty, yeah. Patty there until meatball. They're just another scouses. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> yeah, that, it seems like them fuckers with that specific accent, not just British, but that real deep Scouser accent. In Liverpool, motherfuckers, Dude, don't go far. For they can't get over the hump. <laughs> they just can't <laughs> Never. do it. Fuck no. All right, let's talk about uh, another fan favorite who I think we all like who got sent into the fucking nether realm. Oh, First fight oh. of the main card. A minute and 57 <laughs> seconds into round one, Bryce Mitchell gets caught by Josh Emmett. I think it did. It was confirmed that he actually had a seizure, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he legitimately yeah, had a I seizure. Yeah, I confirmed it with my fucking can, yeah, eyeballs. I was just going to say, I don't know who confirmed <laughs> it, but we did. That was, that was a seizure. Yeah, I he, didn't need Rappaport for that one, Mike. <laughs> yeah. 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 That shit yeah. was ridiculous. Uh, that was, you know, the sound on that shit, holy hell. And he that didn't was... even land a strike. That was just a real bad, real, real, real bad outing for Mitchell. I think he just bit off a little more than he can chew. I don't know if this was going to be like a Christmas money grab for him. He came back a little too quick. Could have took a little more time to recover and really have a good game plan fighting someone like Josh Emmett. Because Emmett, although he hasn't been the best the past few years, I mean, he can put it on you at any given time. Unlike so Fergie, elite. who's... Yeah, Ferg's not elite anymore. Josh Emmett is still kind of got those little remnants of being an elite fighter and i like josh emmett too so like i wasn't the most upset about this outcome although i would have rather mitchell won by far but i like josh emmett too he's always seemed like a pretty good dude he puts on good performances um bryce mitchell i'm really disappointed because like i don't know where this leaves him now he's also another guy who's in a really really fucking weird spot now like he dug himself up out of his grave after his last fight getting his eye busted open and then then winning like, he put more uh, emphasis on his name after he was already kind of down. And it just feels like now you take another huge step back. He's just – his career, I'm just curious, is it just going to be volatile? Like, while he fights, is he just going to be up and down and up and down and up and down? Like, is he ever going to truly break into that top five, Jeff? Do you think so or no? No fucking shot. I mean, you know how I feel about these one-dimensional motherfuckers. I love Bryce Mitchell. Love him to death. His personality up there with one of my favorites in the fucking in the whole fucking UFC. But dude, if you're this one dim- one dimensional, you're fucking cooked. Yeah, and like just to put it in perspective real quick, and then I'll uh, ask you guys again. Like Volks Champ, Holloway, Yair, Ortega, Allen, Taporia. Like that's kind of the likes of the guys he would have to match up with. I don't even think he's close to as good as any of the guys that were just mentioned. Like, not even I don't I don't think he could shine any of their shoes right now, to be honest. Yeah, he he doesn't. I mean, he's still his striking is just not there. That's yeah. his main. That's his main thing. Like, I know this fight against Josh Emmett that could have happened to anybody, regardless of how good their striking is. But that's the one thing keeping him back. Like, he's an elite jujitsu player, or whatever. But that striking just isn't there, and that's what's keeping him from really doing much. And I mean, you mentioned volatility. He's kind of a volatile guy. He's kind of all over the place. So I would imagine it's hard. I would imagine his career is going to kind of follow the same thing. 
Yeah, I completely agree. And then, like, I think if you look back, right, so he gets flatlined by Emmett. I don't even know if I want to talk about the Taporia fight. I mean, that was one of the worst ass beatings I've ever seen on live television. And then Dan Ige, we're talking about, like, it, it's a win. Bryce Mitchell won. He had a great, great championship-like third round. But Dr. Stops that in round two, say. You're talking about three straight losses by stoppage where he yeah. got battered. Like, I just – it's hard for me to see where any kind of trajectory of his career is going to be headed to the title. I just – I don't think I see it. I kind of think, like we were talking about Patty. Bryce Mitchell's obviously better than Patty, but I kind of think he's almost going to be on the same career trajectory. I think he's going to be a fan favorite who shows up on podcasts, says funny shit. Everyone will always like him. He's anti-government guy. He – Oh, oh, well, you always get a lot of fans with that. But yeah. in terms of being an actual elite fighter, I, I don't think it's in his future. Yep, 100%. Um, let's transition now. I want to recap um, our picks. We wrote them down uh, at the start of the year. And these were who we predicted to be um, the champion of each division. So what we're going to do is for this exercise, we are going to look over what our picks were. Uh, laugh at them because some of these are pretty rough and then we're also going to make um our our new predictions so let's start with flyweight can you do you have any guesses at what we at who you guys picked i would say we clean the board with marino i would think one of you yeah. picked figure one of us picked figueredo does, does yeah, that was person... definitely mike yeah that i would say it might have been me Jeff. it was me yep jeff picked figueredo oh, wow. and mikey and i both picked moreno um, obviously flyweight right now is Pantoja. Um, Figueredo's not even in the division it. anymore, Jeff. So, uh, <laughs> and I think, I think how we should do it is whoever was the farthest off gets the first, gets to make their first pick up for the next year. So with the first pick, uh, who do you think is going to be flyweight next year? By the end of next year. I want to I want to comment on this real quick while Jeff's yeah, thinking. Yeah, you know, one of the first fights me and Jeff ever watched together was Figueredo Marino, I think two, and I was fucking rooting for fucking Figgy. I wanted Marino to get his ass beat so bad, and I came back around to Marino now for some reason, and it's just so weird now to think that we picked against each other. I know that's crazy. Yeah, I, I remember there being a discussion about it, kind of. Um, also, how did you hate Marino? That's kind of crazy. Uh, I didn't like hate Marino. I just liked Figueredo a lot more. Yeah. All right, Jeff, do you have your picture? You know what? Fuck it. I think it's finally Muhammad Makai up here. That's, I think okay. he finally gets the title shot by the end of the year. I'm not going to lie to you, Jeff. This kind of was... didn't work out well for us last year because I, I, I know there's a couple that we thought would get a title shot yeah. definitely this year, and they never did. <laughs> but yeah. fuck it. Give me Muhammad Makai. If I think flyweight's not deep enough where a prospect like him can just go another year without getting the title shot finally give me Mohammed. dude i 100 percent agree i that, that was one of the guys i was looking at and um i i i had completely thought about him um, i'm not gonna pick him but i i see how you got there mikey who are you picking for this one i'm i'm really really torn close between amir albazi and pantoja i'm gonna stick with pantoja i think pantoja's fighting his best fighting right now Abazi's striking still needs some work, and then I think Kai Car France would maybe be my third pick, but I think his timeline, just even outside the cage, his timeline of just be, like, being in the rankings and shit is all fucked up right now. So I'd be shocked if it works out for France by the end of 
24, him being the champ. So with all that said, I'm going to say Pantoja. I, I, uh, that's who I landed with. I agree. I think Pantoja is going to, um, I, I, I think this division isn't as strong as the other ones. And I think Pantoja is good enough, um, where he can kind of get, go on a roll here. So I'm picking him as well. Let's go now to Bantamweight. Um, so the word, I would say the picks here were, do you guys have any guesses on who you guys picked before we do this? Marab. Nope. Um, Jeff. Cheeto, picked- right? Yeah, Jeff picked Cheeto. Mikey, you picked Cejudo, and I picked Sandhagen. So I, I say we start with you, Mikey, um, because Cheeto is going to fight next for the title, and Sandhagen is still looking all right. We'll go with, with you and Cejudo. Um, who do you think is going to be champion next year? I just answer my guess, Marab. Rob, I yeah. 110% think Marab. <laughs> like, I would like to pick Sandhagen. I actually like Sandhagen more as a fighter, but he's just not marketable. Like, I, I, I think it's just going to be a tough stretch for him to get a to get to the title fight. Could he win it? Yes, but I, he's just. It's hard for guys who don't have big personalities to even get to that point of fighting for the title. And Marab and Sugar already kind of have a little beef going. I think Marab's going to roll Cejudo, and then he wins the title. Jefferson? Brother, same as last year. It's championship cheat every day. Fucking year, brother. All year all year round, brother. He ain't losing. All right. I'm picking Sandhagen again. I think I understand where you're no coming from, No love for Sugar. Again. That's I, crazy. I think it's Sandhagen. Um, I think he's the best, the most well-rounded. Um, I think he's elite, and... He's going to – I believe in him. I really do. I know the marketability issue is happening, but he's sort of going to – I feel like he's going to be in the Bilal role where – Max, um, I think you're fake. How could you be there <laughs> for fucking – if you are what you say, you I know, are, I know. and not sick. pick Sugar. If was I was good, you, was I would be pausing meat riding Sugar till the fucking brakes fall off. Yeah, I mean, that that was one of my favorite UFC moments of all like time, the, and I just watched one it on of the TV. Best walkout I know, I know, but I'm trying time. to. I and you were Sandhagen, there for it. I know, but Sandhagen <laughs> is fucking insane, dude. I think he's better than Sean. Um, I I agree with you, Max. I just don't think he's even going to get a title fight this year. I think he. I yeah. I don't know. I think he's he got to. Um, I think. All right, fe- featherweight. Um, we we all picked one fighter. Can you guess who that is, Mike? I, I would guess Volk, if I yeah. had to guess. So we all took the L on that one, um, <laughs> unfortunately. So uh, I'll start with who I'm going to pick. This one was my hardest one. Um, I'm. I don't. Wait, I don't what know. do you mean we all took the L? Volk, yeah, Volk's the champ. I mean, not, not the L. Sorry, it's not the L. My bad. My bad. We all took the L on that one. My bad. I'm um, like, damn, beating us down. We guessed no, right. No, we we got it. We got that. I one know right. the one That's that right. we got right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Um, all right. So if you're looking at the rankings here, obviously he's set up to face Ilya. Um, number two ranked is Yair. Number three Ortega, and then actually Ortega and Arnold are both tied at three, which is that's weird. I don't know how that works. I've never seen that before. Um, and then five is obviously Ilya, who's taking on Volk, as I mentioned. So this one is really really hard. Um, I wanted to pick Arnold Allen, but he lost to Holloway, so. I don't know how he would get a title shot over Holloway unless they do Volk Holloway, whatever that is again, which I don't think they do. Um, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Five, nine, whatever it is. <laughs> so my guess, I'm just going to keep it close and just pick Volk again and say maybe he 
um, fights a little bit less this year and gets one gets a win over Ilya um, and fights less, maybe gets another fight against, you know, whoever and gets the win there. But I'm going to go with Volk, although I feel like Arnold Allen is, is another one. But who are you picking, Mike? Um, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a long dart here and say Max wins it somehow. Oh, nice. I, I, my prediction is gonna be Volk beat beats Ilya, but I think Volk by the end of 24 is gonna start. He's already there's already been rumblings of it. Is gonna start going towards like the BMF route because yeah. he's not gonna get another fight against Islam. So maybe he fights Gaethje or something. And I'm not saying they're gonna vacate him, him of the belt, but I think something's gonna happen where Max is gonna end up champ. Because even if Ilya wins, then I think it's Max Ilya is the automatic fight to make. And I think they'll do that by the end of the year. And I a million percent think Max beats Ilya. Okay. Jefferson, who are you picking? Yeah, I think Volk stays champ. Okay. Um, all right. I, 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 I mean, he's the most dominant featherweight of all time. He has the belt currently. There's no way you can go against fucking Volk. He is my favorite fighter all time too. I'm surprised I'm picking yeah. against him, but no one beats Father Time. Yeah. Okay. Lightweight division. Two of us picked Volk. One of us picked Islam. Any guesses on who picked Islam? Mike. Yes. So, oh, did I? Nice. Did. So, Jeff, I'm gonna let you pick first since we took the L on this one. Uh, go ahead. Jeff. God, I, 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 I is that I'm you said? Trying to... Yeah, Jeff go, goes. Oh, okay. Way. I was just making sure. I'm I'm not trying to be a fucking hornball here, but I'm going fucking. I, I I mean I hate to say it. I feel like it's going to be the finally a year of some long championship reigns. Give me Islam. Yeah, I'm. I don't I'm, see anyone beating Islam, especially after he just knocked out fucking Bull. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Islam either, but I'm I'm there. I think I think he's going to be on a run for a little bit here. Uh, he's going to be dominant for a long while. I think. Uh, Mikey, who are you picking? Could you guys guess who I'm gonna pick? Islam. No, there's there's a guy who I've been quote unquote like Jeff Armin. said, yeah, I've been meat riding for a while. Yeah, I think Armin. Armin's gonna get it done this year, boys. I All think right. it's gonna be like one of the last cards of 2024, and I think Armin's gonna get it done. I think Vol or Islam's gonna beat whoever he fights next, whether it's Charles or Gaethje, and then Armin's next up. Okay, welterweight. We all picked one fighter. Do you guys have any guess who it was? Shot or Kamza. Yes. So, Mikey, you can start. Who are you picking in welterweight? Uh, I'm gonna stick with Leon. I think Leon gets okay. it done for a whole other year. I don't think the, I don't think any of the matchups are gonna be too overwhelming. I don't think he's gonna fight Shavkat this year. Okay. See, I, I'll I'll go. I I'm picking Shavkat. I'm sure you guys could guess that. I do think he fights Shavkat this year. Um, and although Leon is amazing, I I, I would say Leon is my backup. Uh, I think Shavkat gets it done, especially. If Leon slips to Bilal, they're going to want to get Bilal out of there as quick as possible. And my guess is Shavkat um, would be next in line for that. So, Jeff, who are you picking? Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I definitely don't think Bilal wins the fight. So, give me Shavkat. <laughs> okay. Give me Shavkat. I mean, I, I think he, he's definitely got the advantage over Leon. I mean, just look at him. But I, I think he's the only guy who can really beat Leon that's going to fight him this year, honestly. I mean, if it's just going to be probably him and Bilal fighting him, I don't give Bilal no shot. 
Um, so okay. do you guys think Shavkat automatically beats Leon if they fight? Shavkat. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say automatically, but I. I think I would. I think Leon wins. To be honest, I, no, I, I think truthfully do. I think Shavkat both them. I. I. I could see anything happening in that fight. I don't. I wouldn't know know how to pick it. Um, let's go now to welterweight. Sorry, middleweight. Um, two of us picked Robert Whitaker. One of us picked Pereira. Can you guys remember who picked Pereira? I would say Jeff. Good call. Yeah, so Jeff picked Pereira. Um, I guess I can go for this one since I think I think that would consider me and you being the farthest off since we both picked Whitaker. Um, and I'm going to yeah, go... Yeah, go ahead, Max. Let us know. Yeah. I'm going to go for middleweight. I'm going to go Hamza. I think this is the year he finally gets a title shot. Um, I think he's about two wins away. My guess is if he is, I, I, and I, my guess is he he gets those two wins. Uh, I feel like he had a bad year this year. Um, he didn't perform as much as I would have liked to have seen him perform. Um, and he's an animal, and I think he can get this win here. So I'm going to go with Hamzat. Uh, who are you picking, Mike? I'm going to stick with Sean Strickland. Really? He has slowly became one of my favorite fighters of all time. Uh, I think he beats DDP. I think, but I do have to say, I think Hamzat's only one fight away. I think he wins one more at whatever weight class he gets a title fight. Yeah. But I, like I said about Leon over Shavkat, I'm taking Strickland over Hamzat. I think they will fight this next year, and I am taking Sean Strickland. Wow. Mark it now. I'm not changing my pick if they fight. Wow, that's crazy. All right, I will have to remember that. Jeff, are you picking? Who are you picking? Yeah, I definitely think the same exact. Straight that Mike just said that Chavkot and Sean are going to fight after Sean beats DDP, but I hate the break. I hate the bit. Which, I mean, last time I said it and he won, so it might, it might be working out in his favor, but Sean's not beating Chavkot. I don't think so. Not one bit. Hamzat. Or, yeah, Hamzat. I keep saying Chavkot like a fucking meatball, but yeah, Hamzat. <laughs> Dude. And I think it's final. I mean, I said this last year. It's finally time this motherfucker gets a shot. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Can I? I want to say something about Hamza real quick too. It, there would be nothing that would. I don't hate Hamza by any means, but there would be nothing that would bring me more joy than him never becoming champ of any division ever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm so fucking tired of hearing about it from everybody. Every time you get on UFC Twitter, it's something about the the wolf emoji. It's almost time. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is it, is it ever going to be time at this point? Like, this has been like three fucking years now. Like, I'm afraid of him, bro. Yeah, fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get All the right. flying fuck out of here. Misses, misses weight by seven fucking pounds, and I'm supposed to fucking feel bad for him. I think the UFC made him do that to save that show, but that's just me. Um, Okay, light heavyweight. Um, Who do you think picked Magomed Ankalaev to win? Me. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess I had Jamal Hill. Jefferson had Yuri. Um, Jeff, we can let you make the pick for light heavyweight here. Who do you think is going to be champion? <laughs> Don't think too long. Or, you know. <laughs> you know what? Dead Fuck air. It, 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 might, it might be no fucking stupid Polak in me, but dude. Gambler Hogan's just going to somehow end up with the belt by the end of this year. I'm telling you, he's going to end up with the belt and he's going to retire and it's going to be a vacant belt by the end of this year. 
I can see into the future. I hate to break it to you, boys. I'm all right with that. I don't think that's I don't think that's ever gonna fucking happen. But what, I I would like if it did. Um, He's going to win the belt and then retire on top. Storybook ending. All right, Mikey. Uh, I'm going to say Jamal Hill. I think yeah, he's going to get the most favorable matchups of all the guys in like the top five. Yeah, um, I'm going to stick with uh, Alex right now. Um, I think he stays put for a bit and kind of works down, works around this division, gets some title defenses. And I love um, the element of the ground game that he's been adding along with obvious power in his hands. Um, and he's still so he's technically like extremely inexperienced in the UFC still. So he could I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he gets better. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think he's going to get it done here. So I'm picking uh, Pereira. Let's go to heavyweight now. Jeff picked John Jones. Mike, you picked Cyril Gaon, and I picked Sergey Pavlovich. So Jeff Ha-ha, the fuck faces! Jeff in the final one gets the win. <laughs> so he had two, two out of all of, what, eight divisions, correct? We had one, which is nuts. Um, Excellent. Jeff, because you're the winner, we'll let you pick first. Who are you picking? Oh, you cocksuck. <laughs> the don't switch a room. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Not to put you put you on the spot or anything. Give me John Jones. Okay. I kind of figured that was gonna happen. What are you picking, Mike? Yeah, I'm gonna pick John too, because I think the timeline for the heavyweight this year is gonna be absolute fucking garbage. Like I think we're gonna be yes. waiting till fucking a damn near this time next year to watch John and Stipe fight because Dana seems very, very Dude, persistent the on that happening. For fucking heavyweight every year is absolute fucking garbage. Yeah, it's but I, dude, I don't know. Division. Nah, flyweight definitely. <laughs> Flyweight's uh, definitely the least marketable and like least amount of viewers by far. First part is imagine. heavyweight should be the best. Yeah, heavyweight should be the best. It I always think was the best. Well, light I, heavyweight at least. I do think flyweight. At least the quality of fights, as much as like they're maybe less marketable, the quality of fights I think in flyweight down the board from ranked to unranked are is a thousand times better than heavy. Yeah, flyweight might be the most skilled weight yeah. class there is, but and I think I think just because it's been it's a little bit of in it's a little in flux right now. I think this is this year or the next coming no. year. Whatever. No, don't even say something's going to happen gonna, because nothing, no, dude, we, in, dude, in, right before we started the show, the best flyweight of all time was fighting and, and they were talking about abolishing the division. So it's not, it ain't going to pick up next year. I can promise I you fucking that. Yeah. It's, not gonna pick up it's human ever. nature to want to see the big boys fucking bang. It'll pick up <laughs> dude, if, if mighty mouse couldn't get that shit up, no one can. That's, that's <laughs> that, shit, that shit's never happening. I'm going to pick John. Cause I think we're just going to be waiting till fucking September. Probably to watch him and Stipe fight. I think he beats Stipe, and then I think for whatever reason, Dana just... I don't... It's just... I think after that, it's just going to be murky water on who's the champ or not. He already talked about potentially having Aspinall defend the interim title, which I fucking hate that idea. Why the fuck should you have to defend an interim That's title? Dude, John should be sure, honestly. Yeah, and, and he's not going to get... Failed, if he... Honestly, they, I don't give a fuck about Stipe. I mean, I love Stipe <laughs> and all, but... If that motherfucker's not fighting, he's not fucking fighting. If and if John, if, if there's two fucking belts out there, we got no fucking belts. It's the same thing as having two fucking starting quarterbacks. If you have two starting quarterbacks, you have no fucking starting quarterbacks because you can't make a fucking decision on who is the guy. So I, this is bullshit. I, I agree. hate it. If John can't fucking unify the belt in the first quarter, he should be stripped. And this is this is what I want to say too. I'm only picking John because I know Dana fucking walk, walk, fucking Mr. Bones Jones. Whoa, bro. All right, dude. But, but but <laughs> whoa, 
But I want to <laughs> add this as a caveat to my pick. If Aspinall and John fight somehow, Aspinall will be the champ. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think with Dana running the show, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, He's trying to cash out big on this John Stipe thing, and it's fucking ludicrous. It's insane. I have, I have a fun fact for you guys. Marcos Rogero de Lima is ranked 14th in the heavyweight, in the heavyweight division. That should tell you some stuff. Thanks. <laughs> That's tell you how fucking poor this division is. Um, I'm just gonna pick Tommy Aspinall out of will. I'm just praying that it happens. I'm so fucking bored with heavyweight. And you're right, Jeff. I love watching heavyweights knock the knock the fuck out of each other. And I love when you watch an athletic heavyweight like Aspinall, like John Jones, like Stipe, uh, fight and bring actual elements and not get tired out after 20 seconds and lay on each other. Um, I'm just praying Tommy Aspinall somehow Dana just gets fed up with John and does something, but I'm, I'm picking Tom. Um, and you know, let me tell you guys another thing too, that really fucking blew my shit is that the way Dana worded, he's like, well, if, if Aspinall wants to fight again, we can work something out. Like this motherfucker should have to defend the interim title. Like if he makes him fight the interim title rematch, I might send a bag of shit to his door, dude. That is so fucking annoying. That is so fucking annoying. I agree. Because this is the same predicament we just watched for the last, like, three years with Francis. Now we're watching the same thing over. Exactly. It's like, what 100%. the fuck are we doing here? Who knows? But that's going to do it for us here at Uppercut Podcast. Let's see. When's the next card? Is there one this weekend? Fucking five years from now? No. Yeah. it's. it's <laughs> Dude, I hope I can sleep after this. The, of the year, right? Yeah, that was the last one of the year, so it's going to be... I don't know when the next... I think it's like two... It's, it's always like, like two weeks, weeks, I think. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be a while. We're going to ha- we're gonna pop in with some... Um, We're going to stay active. We're going to still post once a week. Um, but Oh, yeah, we got to do our predictions for next year once the new year hit. Bro, we just did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fucking the... fried. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my cut that one out. <laughs> we're keeping that in. That was fucking insanity. Holy dude. shit. Holy fuck. We Holy just fuck. did for like half an hour. I can't believe that we just got that on fucking video, dude. That is, that's the that's little major, little little brain fart on my little part. Little hiccup, Jesus H Christ. But yeah, we so still got too. you know do other crap for next year. <laughs> Holy hell, you fucking! Oh my god, did you guys right. see that? Uh, that Atlantic... wake up call right there. Did you guys see Atlantic City's confirmed? Yes. Oh yeah, it is actually confirmed. It's going the fuck down. Dude, yeah. I'm going to be so drunk while fucking Aaron Blanchfield comores someone. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I cannot wait. I can't wait either. Um, just to watch the card, I won't be there, but I'd be excited <laughs> for it. Um, <laughs> yes, but we're gonna we're gonna keep up. We're probably maybe we can do some like old UFC. I, I I've wanted to get into some UFC history stuff, so maybe we can break down an old card or something from a couple years back. I don't know. We'll have some fun ideas that we're gonna get into. Um, so the next couple of episodes are gonna be you know, fun, uh, different themed episodes. So something new to shake it up. And then we'll be back with our regular um, previews and reviews. <laughs> the UFC's picks up again, but yeah. I figured right. out what we needed to do. It was Dude, Jeff's, show that we Jeff's did. comment was fucking yeah. golden. Uh, that, that just broke my brain there. That's what I meant. I meant like the year end show that we did last year yeah, where we year made those review. predictions. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the new intro to the show. Well, that was that was insanity. I thought he was doing a bit. He said it so confidently too. I was like, I know, dude. I was so excited. Maybe we did miss the interviews. That was fucking nuts. All right, well, let's let's end it on that. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week, and peace.